What up, what up? Welcome to the Live Your Best Life podcast. This is your host, Sarah McGlinchey. So today I am going to talk to you about my journey in relationship with food. And I don't know how this popped into my head the other day, but I'm like, because it's been a, it's been a, it's weird. It's just a weird journey, I feel like, and everyone has their own. And my hope for you is that this will help you in some way, or it'll help somebody else in some way that you know, because a lot of people have issues with food and it sucks. I mean, it's just one of those things that a lot of people deal with. And I didn't really start dealing with it till the past couple of years or so. And so I'm going to walk you through it, like from grade school, literally from grade school until now. So I'm going to do grade school, high school, college, and grad school, and then my first job out of college, and then my current job. And it's just interesting. It's just very interesting. And I hope, like I said, I hope it is helpful or insightful, and you can take something away from it. All right, so to start with grade school, honestly, no issues. I can't think of anything from grade school. I don't think I had any issues with food. I mean, I had a lot of Little Debbie snacks, <laughs> like um, fudge rounds and um, oatmeal cream pies. There's, you know, fruit by the f- fruit by the foot. F- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's it called? Um, all that stuff. All of that stuff. So good. And then this is, I mean, it's weird, but it's like the only way I would eat broccoli was to put ketchup on the broccoli. Not cheese, like a normal person. Ketchup. I loved ketchup. Wasn't a huge fan of broccoli at that time, so I would put ketchup on my broccoli. But no issues. Like, And when I say no issues, I mean nothing where I was like, oh my gosh, should I eat that? Should I not eat that? Just overthinking stuff. So no issues that I remember. And then high school, really no issues that I can think of either. But a, a staple <laughs> that I had... Um, was so okay to put this in perspective a lot of times I pack my lunch but I went to high school and uh St. Vincent St. Mary for those of you who know LeBron James uh so that is uh where he went to high school went to the same one in Akron Ohio AK Rowdy Akron whatever you want to call it um but we had a thing called the Shillelagh Shack good name but you could put money on your shillelagh shack card or whatever and you could get like a meal so it could be like a subway six inch sub a side and a drink but i would always get two pieces of sausage pizza two two pieces of sausage pizza peanut butter m&ms and a bottle of water i don't know how many times that that was like so good and now that i'm thinking of it um, and like the normal like line where you had you could get like your food like the like cafeteria food, buttered noodles oh so good, buttered noodles and they had these cookies that were just so ooey gooey. Mm, we would always put them in the microwave just for a little bit and oh my god so good. I mean I did not have issues with food, um, but I was always in sports so um. 
I never really cared about eating too much. I was in um, volleyball for three years, and then I did um, track for two, and then cross country for one. So I was always in some type of sport, and if I wasn't in a sport, I was doing some type of workout. So, but I never had the thought of like, I have to eat a certain way, or I have to eat... You know what I mean? Like, I feel like people are more aware now, so maybe we just weren't as aware then, but I never really second-guessed anything I eat. Nothing. Now, we get into college and grad school. It changes a little bit, a little shift. Um, definitely thought that workouts um, would even out everything I ate and drank. And um, mom and dad, if you're listening... There was just a lot of partying, and I, they know that. I've told them that, and uh, a lot of alcohol, and with alcohol, a lot of bad food. So a ton of pizza and cheesy bread, specifically from Marco's. Oh my god, their cheesy bread with the ranch and the cheese, the cheese on the cheesy bread, just like it's all up on your fingers. Easily could put down a whole cheesy bread, sober or drinking. Like, I mean, I could probably do it now, but. My body would hate me (laughs) digestively. That would not be fun. Um, But a lot of partying, so a lot of food that is not good for you. (laughs) High-calorie food was eaten. And I don't know how I did it, but I would work out the next day, no problem. I would, you know, do a spinning class or do turbo kick or, oh my gosh, ridiculous. But I felt like I was pretty healthy outside of partying and the food associated with that. Um, At the time, I did the best with what I knew. So... Another staple um, that I had in college and grad school, this is ridiculous. Like, this would happen all the time. So I would teach a class, and then one of my friends taught a class. So I would teach my class and then take her class a lot of the time. Two hours of working out. There is no need. No need. But I would be like, oh, two hours of working out, so I can definitely do what we're about to do afterwards, which was go to Chipotle, get a burrito, not a bowl, get a burrito, And then chips and guac. And we're not splitting anything. Keep this in mind. Okay, we each have our own thing. And then go to Cold Stone or whatever ice cream shop was around and get ice cream. Like, where did we put it? Like, I don't understand, like, how our stomachs were able to handle that. Like, I do that. If I did that now, oh, oh, my, mm mm-mm, that, oh, God. I don't even want to know what would happen, but just crazy. But I never thought anything about it. Cause I was like, I worked out. I'm fine. I'm good. But I didn't realize this until at, until after grad school and I started my first job, but I gained body fat, but I just didn't realize it. And I call it, I call it a party layer, my party layer, um, my fun layer, because I mean, that's what, that's where it came from. <laughs> Duh. I mean, Let's just be honest. But it's just funny that I didn't even notice it. Like, I don't know why I didn't notice it. Who knows? I don't know. Um, But so now we're transitioning to first job out of college. I lost body fat. Not like a crazy amount. It just happened over time. But I didn't even realize it until somebody said something. And I was like, really? And they like said, like, yeah, I noticed like in your face, like since you started. Um, I was probably like anywhere between six months to a year after starting that job. And I lived at home with my parents in Akron and there's just a lot less partying, a lot less drinking and having like that bad food afterwards. 
And that's, let's be honest, you have the bad food after you drink all night, and then the next day you wake up and you want bad food again. Like, it's ridiculous. Um, but less partying and less of that food associated with my lifestyle. So it was just the start of a lifestyle change. And that in itself can change your body fat. It can change your weight. It can change so many things. So many things. And just by changing like one behavior. Okay. So now we're on. So I was at that job for about a year and a half in Akron. And then I came to my job that I have now. Um, so I've been here for about five years in Columbus and Seabus. And, um, so, okay. So side note, I did not say this in the beginning. So my field is in the fitness field. So the health, fitness, wellness field. So I am a health and fitness professional, teach group exercise classes. I train, work in corporate wellness and, um, love it. So, but I'll get into it. But so the first year I feel like I felt like I still had a really good relationship with food. Um, but still thought I could outwork what I was eating with working out like intense workouts, like hour long sessions of like just intense, intense stuff. It's just not necessary. Then after that, um, I'm just gonna, I'm going to tell this memory and I'm kind of embarrassed by it, but I'm just going to say it. And I think it was, I don't know if it was in my first year and I don't know if this was like a turning point or it was just a coincidence, but somebody that I worked with at the time, um, they don't work there anymore, but told me okay so it was valentine's day around that time and the guy i was dating at the time got me this chocolate box of chocolates and i didn't realize there was a second layer i was like hell yeah so i was also pmsing so you know combined hormones with awesome chocolate and i'm like i'm so i'm like you know trying them out and then like i'm like all right about to toss it and then i realized there's the second layer and i'm like oh well <laughs> well we gotta eat it and um didn't think anything of it, didn't feel bad about myself or anything, and I was telling one of my coworkers about that, and it was, it's a female that I was talking to, and she made me, <laughs> made me feel like crap. I'm not gonna lie, she made me feel like crap, and um, I, mean, I love this girl. It's just, that moment, in that moment, she made me feel like crap. And I was like, yeah, like, you know, like, PMS, that, that time of the month, like, it'll just make you eat all that chocolate, just, like, making a joke about it. And she's like, that's not an excuse for eating a whole box of chocolates. And I was like, all right, uh, what? Like, can we just relate to it? I mean, if, okay, if anybody told me about that, I'd be like, hell yeah. And then you just move on. Like, it's fine. It's not a big deal. Like, make a joke back or like, I don't know. And I don't know if that triggered something in me. I kind of think it did a little bit or it like pulled something out in me that I didn't know I had, like insecurities with eating or anything like that. But so going into like the second year into current, like today, um, 2019, um, I have learned a lot more about food through books and podcasts. Although now I'll tell you that, tell you that in a second, but learned more about food through podcasts, tried the whole 30. I will never do it again because it took me forever to not look at food as, am I allowed to eat that? Am I allowed to eat that? Like oatmeal, for example. I love my oatmeal. I put a superfoods powder in that and just put all this stuff in oatmeal and I love it. And it's healthy. I know it's healthy and it makes me feel good. But I couldn't eat that on the Whole30 
So it took me, I would say, a solid six to eight months to look at oatmeal and finally be able to not have a thought of, oh my God, am I allowed to eat that? Am I a bad person if I eat that? That's horrible. That's horrible. Like, there's no need to feel that way. And I think, like, when I started the Whole30, they say if you have any type of food, like disordered eating or issues with food, you shouldn't do it. But, I mean, I didn't really think I did, but I think it brought it out. Underlying stuff, and it was, oh, I, oh, God. Like, I will, I will, for me, I will never do it again. I think it has a lot of good concepts around it and figuring out how your body response to stuff and what food is good for you but dang that mm -mm, no um and so that second year of the job I have now to now um I've just noticed a lot lot more anxiety around food and how I quote-unquote should look as a fitness professional and man as I'm talking about this I feel emotional I don't like it I don't like it um but I think a lot of people feel that way in the, in the fitness field and any field, but I would say fitness field in particular, because I mean, like you feel like you need to look a certain way and that's horrible. Like look like you. And I have done a lot of work on that, on myself, including therapy, podcasts, books, just anything that I can get my hands on to work on that for myself. It's gotten a lot better, but God, it sucks. And it involves a lot of unfollowing people, unfollowing different accounts, and yeah, it's bad. It can be bad. It can be really bad. Um, there's been a lot of overthinking with food, um, a lot of bad and just me and self-talk, like just so much like your brain is going crazy. Like my brain would be, and it does, still does it sometimes where like I had an issue for a while, probably a good year where somebody would ask me to go out to eat and we weren't planning to go out to eat until like Saturday say. And they asked me on a Monday. I'm like, sure. All week, all week, I would look up that menu online and try to figure out what to eat, what I should get. What's the healthiest option that I can get? And now I'm better at looking at the menu if I want to. If not, it's fine. Um, and more so like when, I'm, when I get to the restaurant, what do I feel like eating? Because I know now a majority of the time I'm eating pretty healthy. Like I know what to eat. And that's taken a long time for me to get there. A long time. That's a lot of work on yourself to get to this point. And... A tip I can give you if you have anxiety around food is to not listen to any, 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 or read a book about food if it triggers you. I can't listen to podcasts if they talk about why weed is bad. I can't, I can't listen to stuff if they talk about a ketogenic diet. I can't listen to anything that when, if they talk about um, like a high fat diet, why it's good for you, what, if it's anything to do with food. I cannot listen to it. I can't do it. Because then I'm like, well, I need to do that and be perfect at it. And that's horrible. I don't want to be like that. And it's a trigger for me, so I don't do it. So that's a really, that's a huge tip for me that I can give to you. And so with this current, like the past couple of years, 
I don't know why it got so bad. I don't know if it was the comment from the coworker a couple years ago. Is it Instagram? Is it Facebook? Is it just social media? Societal pressure? Profession pe- pressure? I don't I don't know. Because my parents have never, never, ever been like, oh, you shouldn't eat that. And my friends have never really been like that either, now, now that I really think about it. And I don't know. Who knows where it comes from? I do not know. But some things I've learned about myself, therapy is huge. Um, I like, I honestly go, it's about once a month or once every six weeks that I go. And um, it's awesome. And it's awesome to be able to talk about other things other than food. It's huge. It's absolutely huge. And yes, I still have moments where I catch myself overthinking stuff or have anxiety around it and uh, I'm hard on myself but I'm very aware now and I notice it and I recognize it and I'm like you're fine I just I say it out loud a lot I'm like you're fine eat what you want to eat you're good you're human it's okay and um, I'm learning to be more flexible it's okay if I overtreat myself it's fine like like today for example um coworker brought in uh like uh like cookie bars so kind of like that like cookie cake that you can buy but she made it like into cookie bars and um homemade oh so good um but I almost got like down on myself for having like two to three but she cut them up kind of small but I was like just enjoy it today it's making you happy and then new day tomorrow it's fine Plus, maybe it gave you a little extra energy in uh, spin class tonight. Who knows? But that's a huge step for me to have that happen and not, well, one, not like <laughs> go ham on it and be like, I'm going to eat all the bars. There's no need to eat all the bars. I just feel like crap. But um, I'm aware. I'm more aware and it's fine. And then if I do feel like crap, I'm like, oh, well, I know why I feel like crap. You'll be fine tomorrow. Like, just do better tomorrow do better the next meal you know what I mean it's just you have to do a lot of work on yourself you have to love yourself and it's not easy (laughs) it's not it's just not some days are easier than others but other days you're just like oh it's hard so if you are struggling getting emotional if you are struggling with this at all you're not alone it's you're human. Definitely seek out help. Seek a good therapist because honestly, like I just don't think friends and family can necessarily help you with this. Like if they don't get it and to have somebody who's very neutral with it and to help you, it's so helpful. And if you can find somebody who is a expert in it, that's even better. It's worth every penny. It really is. But final note, final takeaway Be patient with yourself, love yourself, seek out therapy. It'll just take time. So if any of this, if you thought, dang, like I felt like that or I do feel like that or I know someone who feels like that, it's because it's it's so common. It's so common and it's hard. It's very hard, Um, but you're not alone. So I hope you know that. And I mean, it's good to make jokes and stuff like that, but you know, really work on yourself put the work in. Um, you'll thank yourself. You really will. Um, so 
If you found this helpful, please feel free to share this out on social media. Um, on Instagram, my handle is at Sarah McGlinchey. And also, if you would like to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be awesome. I'd greatly appreciate it. And I hope you guys have a good day, and I will talk with you soon. Bye. Thank you.